All right. Today is Tuesday, December 13th. And in the news, we have Cambridge Dictionary updates its definition for woman and man to be more inclusive. Sam Bankman, actually, we're going to save that one for tomorrow. U.S. Laws make, lawmakers unveil bipartisan bid to ban China's TikTok. That's right. All you TikTokers might have to find a job soon. And Ectolife, what is that exactly? But they have unveiled the world's first artificial womb facility. When I saw this, guys, it literally looked like something out of the Matrix. This is Informed Daily. I am your host, Anthony Cabasa, and welcome back to Clown World. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump right into this very first article. I'm sure if you follow me on other social medias, you've probably already seen uh, that I post this already. I'm going to enhance this here for you guys. So this is the Washington Post. The Cambridge Dictionary recently updated its definition for women and men to include transgender people, becoming the latest dictionary to formally expand what it means to be a woman. And I'm going to show you guys here on this Tab, we are at the Cambridge Dictionary website.org. And here we have the updated uh, uh, definition to include. It says, an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. And if you use it in a sentence, it says, she was the first trans woman elected to a national office, or Mary is a woman who was assigned male at birth. And then for the male definition or the man definition, it is now includes an adult who lives and identifies as male, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. And if you use it in a sentence, Mark is a trans man, which equals a man who was said to be female when they were born. Another sentence, their doctor encouraged them to live as a man for a while before undergoing surgical transition. This is very interesting because for so long, we've heard that like, uh, you know, gender and sex is different, right? So if you are a man or a woman, that is your assigned uh, sex, I guess. It, it gets very confusing, folks. Uh, it, but if you are a male or a female, that is your assigned gender. So in the definition for woman, for example, we're going to head back over to this one. It says an adult who lives and identifies as female. So in order to identify what a woman is now, they're using the gender which was what they told us not to use. See, this is this is this is where it gets confusing. Now, 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 now it's getting crazy. Now we're getting into the thick of it, right? Because at first they told us, well, you know, sex and, and gender is different. You know, if you're a man or you're a woman, that is your designated sex. If you are a male or a female, those are those are just genders, and you can be. You know, there's like 70,000 different, you know, gender roles and, and, and it's just gender fluid and, and this is that. I'm like, I, I'm just trying to make sense of everything. And I, I think that there is a man that I was able to find a, a video of what he had to say. This was back in 1984, by the way. And I think he explained it perfectly. What you are witnessing right now, of course, we can all sit here and laugh. We can all sit here and kind of like face palm ourselves and say, why is this happening? Why are we living through crown world right now? Why are we redefining things? And it's because words matter, right? Words have always mattered. Things need to mean what they're supposed to mean. We can't just make it up as we go. But I have here a very interesting man for you guys. Uh, this is K defected KGB defector Yuri Bezmenov. 
Uh, on the caption here, it says that this is 1985 interview, but this is, if I'm not mistaken, this was actually 1984, but one year difference, that's okay. I'm going to pull this up for you guys so you guys can kind of understand what cultural Marxism is and, and what we're going through right now. If you're in my Telegram channel, you know that I talk a lot about communism. I talk a lot about socialism. I talk a lot about cultural Marxism. What is it that they're trying to really do here to us? What, why is this happening? And, and one of the things that it seems to kind of take people aback is that they think that all of this is new. Nothing is new under the sun. All of this has been tried before. You can look up, go look up Weimar Germany. Go, go look that up, the Weimar Republic. All of this has already happened before. This, these are all branches of communism, of cultural Marxism. But don't take it from me. Take it from this expert on how to destroy a nation. We're going to do about two or three minutes of this, and then I'll, I'll kind of go by it for you guys so you guys can see. Time, money, and manpower. Only about 15% of time, money, and manpower is spent on espionage as such. The other 85% is a slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, in the language of the KG. So what he's talking about here is, you know, when, when we're at war with other countries, for example, a lot of people think, and this is something that he goes into, that, you know, just like the spy movies, that basically all of a country's efforts, all of an enemy country's efforts go into spying on a you know the opposing country in this case you know for example russia cultural marxism trying to infiltrate america he says that that's only really true in 15 percent of the time when the enemy is trying to attack you know the hosting country that in this case again america he says that the rest of it actually goes into subversion of that country and he explains why how and why or psychological warfare what it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology. So here he goes into talking about how it takes about 15 to 20 years to really subliminally subvert a, a the culture of your foreign enemy. Again, in this case, the United States. What we are, and guys, this is extremely important. I'm sure a lot of you that follow me have probably heard this guy before, but all of this is relative. All of this is important. We wake up in the morning, we see that Cambridge Dictionary has changed the definitions to, of things to, to kind of cater to a small demographic. And some people and allies want to say, oh, dude, this is just so that, you know, that they can feel good. And, and, and this is just so it's inclusive. It's not that simple. It really isn't. And if you don't see it for what it is in that we're in, in, in that we are being attacked from 
from other nations that hate the West, that hate what we stand for, that hate Christian values. If you don't see it for what it is, you're going to be doomed in, in, in the grand scheme of things. You're, you're not you're, if you don't understand what is happening and how all of this is extremely calculated. They're trying to redefine what a person is. They're, 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 they're trying to draw and blur these lines so that people will be up against each other so that truth will be obfuscated, so that people will no longer understand. And, and the people that are going to be the most susceptible to this is exactly what he's talking about, the children. It takes 15 to 20 years to be able to get up to three generations, three generations of Americans up to speed with cultural Marxism. That is exactly what is happening. And especially if you are a Christian person, this needs to resonate with you. This needs to be ringing all sorts of of, of of, of bells in your ear. This needs to be, you know, setting out red flags out in the field. What is happening is happening now today. You and I can log onto Instagram. We can laugh about this. We can read the article and scoff it off. But what you're not understanding is that in by changing these definitions, they are already not just begun. They are continuing this trend of subverting our culture. It's not going to maybe affect you. It's going to affect your children. Your children will have to look up these definitions in school. They will have your great your grandchildren and your great grandchildren. It's going to get to the point where you are going to be outnumbered. The truth will be outnumbered. It's going to get to the point where you're you're not going to be able to compete against what the public education, what the government education is pumping out. Because if three, four, five generations, right, in 50 years, whatever it might be, if their new definition of what to, you know, th this this is a, a perfect example of what happens in Cuba. There are people, and you can read reports, you know, uh, everywhere about this. There are people in Cuba that don't understand that what they're living in un under, under communism is not okay, but that's all they've known. All their life, all they've known is communism. So to them, it's great. It's a way of life. They don't understand unless they leave, unless they get to see what the what the rest of the world looks like. China has the same problem. There was um, a side-by-side -side comparison, for example, in China during the World Cup where uh, when China was airing the World Cup, whenever the cameras would pan out to the audience, which almost everybody wasn't wearing a mask. And you got to remember that communist China, the CCP, the government, they have zero COVID where they're locking people inside of their, of their rooms. This is all they know. They still think that there is this grand pandemic and that every country is participating. Why? Because the CCP has propagandized its people. It's censoring real news. And so you cannot have Chinese nationals watching the World Cup be allowed to witness that all these people at the soccer stands are no longer wearing masks and they're not socially distancing because you're going to start questioning, wait a minute, <laughs> this isn't right. This isn't supposed to be happening. Why is the rest of the world back to normal? And, and why are we still being locked down? We're still being welded shut into our apartments. What the heck is going on here? I'm going to go keep going here with this video. Is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, 
actually it's overfulfilled because demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans, thanks to lack of moral standards. As I'm Did you pick up on that? You said that most of the propaganda is done by, by Americans for Americans. It's our own people doing this to us. I, I, I'm not, I don't remember if, if the exact quote is, you know, uh, I don't know if it was Lincoln or someone else that said, uh, you know, if America is ever to be destroyed, it's going to be destroyed from within. More than three generations have already been subverted into thinking things that are morally unconscionable. They, they, these are not the moral standards of Christianity of the West. These are not the moral standards of our founding fathers. It is a denigrating society. And, and these small things that we continue to laugh at, that we continue to tolerate, that we continue to just be complacent with, it's, it's wrong. I mean, I have to sit down with my children. And, you know, I've talked about this many times in the podcast where, hey, this isn't right. What's happening is not okay. And I have to sit my children down. And, you know, we watch What is a Woman by Matt Walsh. And I had to point out to them, do you see that even college professors have no idea what they're talking about? But they're pumping and they're regurgitating all this stuff out for others to learn. Scholars, people with degrees, these are, these are things that were held to high standards in Western society. An educated person. I mean, immigrants come from all over the world because they've heard about Harvard University, Yale University, Brown University, Duke University. They want to go to these schools and be like, wow, I want to go to some of these prestigious schools in America. And these are, the, these are the people lecturing these kids. I mentioned before, uh, exposure to true information does not matter anymore. A person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it until he, he is going to receive a kick in, the, in his fat bottom. When a military boot crashes, his, then he will understand, but not before that. That's the tragic of the situation. You need to understand what he's saying here. He is saying that our nation has become so demoralized, and I see this every single day, not just with Republicans, not just with the average American. I see this with even Christians. We have become such a demoralized people. Nothing shocks us anymore. We can listen to the truth. People be like, I just don't care. People can say like, oh, look what we've discovered. And they're like, who cares? Nothing's going to happen. I see this all the time. I'll post a report. I talked about this, I think, last week. I'll post something and be like, hey, guys, it's been proven that this is true. And they're like, who cares? Nothing's going to happen. Nothing is going to happen. And so what you and what this creates is a society that just doesn't care anymore. That is what is happening in America. That is how demoralized we have become as a nation, but more importantly, as a people. And this shouldn't be happening to Christians. And it's happening even within the churches these are dangerous and unprecedented times. It is, it is shocking to see how demoralized American people have become. So now the enemy just comes in and swoops in for the kill. 
I don't know what the future holds for us, but it is scary to see that exactly what this guy was talking about and warning America about in 1984 is exactly what's happening in America today. That's how demoralized as a people we have become. It's like, it's like the only time you're not, you're going to start caring, you know, people like, Oh, you know, Oh, well, who cares? You know, live and let live. Oh, who cares? That's just the way it's always been. Oh, it's just a, a definition change. Who cares, man? I'm used to worse. Who cares? And it's like he said, it's going to take until tyranny literally has its boot on your neck. That is when people will start caring. It's just like throughout the pandemic, not enough people were fired. Not enough people were cursed. Not enough people suffered. Not enough people because people are demoralized. They're just like, bro, whatever. Just whatever the government says. Okay, sure, whatever. It's got to be on everyone's neck until people finally realize, wait a minute. This is not okay what's happening. Wait a minute. Maybe we should be standing up to this. Maybe we shouldn't be accepting this as normal. I'm going to show you just a bit more of the video. ...of demoralization. So the next stage is destabilization. This time, subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. Whether you eat junk food and get fat and flabby, it doesn't matter anymore. This time, and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize a nation. Uh, it's, what, what matters is essentials. Economy, foreign relations, defense systems. Uh, and you can see it quite clearly that in some areas, uh, in such sensitive areas as, as uh, defense and economy, uh, the uh, influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I, I could never believe it 14 years ago when I landed uh, in this part of the world that the process will go that fast. Uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis. It, it, it may take only up to six weeks to to bring a country to the verge of crisis. You can see it in, in Central America now. And after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Normalization is a cynical expression borrowed from Soviet propaganda. When the Soviet tanks moved into Czechoslovakia in 68, Comrade Brezhnev said, now the situation in brotherly Czechoslovakia is normalized. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to bring the country to crisis, to promise people. So we are entering a normalization period, and that is very dangerous. We cannot allow for this stuff to continue to be normalized. Again, I, I know it sounds very silly here, guys. You know, like, oh, dude, it's just a word change. And I think that this is like the ongoing problem. With everyone, everything has to be so cynical. Everything has to be downplayed. Everything, and that's exactly what they want you to do. They want you to downplay it. They want you to be like okay with it. They want you to accept it. They want you to just be demoralized and say there's nothing that you can do. And it, it should just not be happening at all by by any means necessary. And I'm glad to see that you know at least to some aspect it looks like uh, we are going to see some kind of pushback. Uh, with, and, and look, you know, not everything has to be a political pushback. Things can be a cultural pushback, too. This this is on you to, again, know the truth. Go out and buy a dictionary if you have to with with all the different definitions. I know that the, at the height of the pandemic, they changed the, the definition of vaccination. 
to to basically include like you know they they took away some words and they included some which of course abide by whatever the CDC wanted it to be. It is not uncommon to see definitions updated to basically fit what the regime wants it to be. But that's why it's on you. You if it, hey if you need to go and buy a dictionary, go out and buy a dictionary if that's what it's going to take and teach your children. But it also starts with you. It can't just be the fault of the government. Can't just be from this is what their aim is. They want you to just completely rely on them so that you can just go to work like a happy little slave. And then, you know, you can send your kids to school, public education, and then they can indoctrinate them because that's exactly what this guy was talking about. That's exactly what's happening today. If you're not having these conversations with the children, if you're not having these conversations with friends and colleagues at work, no one's ever going to no one's ever going to talk about this. But it's definitely important. And you know what? Again, you can see this maybe at even some of the levels uh, he, your government. We're going to roll on over to this. This one where it says U.S. lawmakers unveil bipartisan bid to ban China's TikTok. This is where the government is now having to get involved and in saying like, wow, this is actually so bad that we now have to get involved to protect American citizens. Now, you know, hold your reservations on how you feel about that exactly. I'm sure there are a lot of pissed off teenage girls out there whose dancing careers are about to be obliterated. But let's get into this. So this is Routers. Washington, D.C., uh, December 13th, I'm sorry, uh, which is yesterday. Republican Senator Marco Rubio on Tuesday announced bipartisan legislation to ban China's popular social media app, TikTok. Actually, I'm going to pull this up for you guys so you guys can read along if you'd like. Uh, TikTok, ratcheting up pressure on owner ByteDance, LTD, admitted U.S. fears the app could be used to spy on Americans and censure content. I, I feel like the, at the end of that, it should say fears that Americans are being spied on by other people other than the American government. Because let's be honest, guys, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they're probably selling all our information. Anyways, back to the to the article here it says the legislation would block all transactions from any social media company in or under the influence of China and Russia. Rubio's office said in a news release, adding that a companion bill in the U.S. House of Representatives was sponsored by Republican Congressman Mike Gallagher and Democrat Raja. I'm going to butcher the last name here. Krishnamurthy. And it says, uh, quote, it is troubling that rather than encouraging the administration to conclude its national security review of TikTok, some members of Congress have decided to push for a politically motivated ban that will do nothing to advance the national security of the United States. A TikTok spokesperson said in a statement, adding that the company would continue to brief members of Congress on the plans that are well underway to further secure a platform in the United States. The bill comes as scrutiny of TikTok has grown in Washington in recent weeks after a, a failed bid by the Trump administration to ban the video sharing app. Uh, at a hearing last month, FBI Director Chris Ray said TikTok's U.S. operations uh, raised national security concerns, flagging the risk that the Chinese government could harness it to influence users or control their devices. Alabama and Utah on Monday joined the U.S. states prohibiting the use of TikTok on state uh, government devices and computer networks due to national security. So already some states, I believe Florida was the first one, if I'm not mistaken. I do believe that Texas and now Alabama and Utah are basically are basically prohibiting uh, government officials from using uh, TikTok statewide. So they're saying, hey, if you work for the U.S. government at the state level or I believe even at the federal level, I, I don't think it's a federal level, but I think it's the state level because I don't think that uh, the governors have the power to, to kind of put that uh, policy to the federal workers in Texas. But I know that they have been saying you're not allowed to use TikTok. You know, again, I don't know to what capacity exactly. Like, I don't know if it's a, a personal use. I know most government employees, state employees have like a state phone, you know, that 
the government basically pays for. So I don't know if that just means they have to remove the TikTok there or if they're just not allowed to have even a personal one. But it is an interesting escalation that is happening. And I even saw that Florida has basically banned uh, or they're looking to ban um, China from being able to purchase uh, land in Florida. Uh, if you guys are aware uh, you know that China has been buying up land in the United States, I'll be very honest with you guys. I don't like how that sounds. I, it's not because it's China. It's just I just don't believe that any country should have the right to just come into another country, let alone America, the United States, and just buy up land for any reason. If Even if you know, you are, you're China or, or Russia, whoever you are, Ukraine, and you want to come to the United States and you want to plant like, hey, we want a company there, you lease the land. Your government leases that land. I don't believe in just outright giving it to them. I don't really know of any real scenario where that would even be necessary. And I think that in Florida, I think it's for business related. Um, I think Texas is going to also implement some political uh, legislation to go ahead and also ban outright purchasing of land in Texas in, in all circumstances. I think we need to be doing that more. I, again, I just don't see why we are allowing foreign countries to come into the United States and buy up land that, look, man, call me whatever you want. It's just not right. It shouldn't be happening. That doesn't make sense. It's one thing for me as a U.S. citizen to be like, you know what? I want to buy property out in Spain and buy a house out there, right? Then I have to go through all the procedures. If they say, hey, you're required to have dual citizenship, I don't know, whatever, you know, you go through those procedures. But for the government of these countries to be allowed to buy land in foreign countries, that just reeks of espionage. That just reeks of like, hey, we should not be doing that whatsoever. It, it doesn't make any sense. And, and, and let alone being, you know, there was like a story. I'm going to see if I can pull it up real quickly. But wasn't there like China buying property near military base? This was insane to me. I, I couldn't believe that. Um, is this it? Yes, it is. I'm going to share this tab with you guys. This is what I'm talking about. Chinese firm buys land near Air Force Base, raising alarms. China's agricultural footprint in America just got a lot bigger this month when uh, Fufeng Group, a corn a corn milling company, purchased 300 acre, acres of land in the Midwest farmlands of Grand Forks, North Dakota. The move set off alarms given U.S. supply chain efforts have been focused on curbing economic reliance on foreign entities, but even more so because the Fufeng Group chose to set up shop only 20 minutes from the Grand Forks Air Force Base, which happens to be where the nation's top secret drone information is kept. What the hell? Who is okaying this? Who is, look, man, I don't care if this is an honest buy. I don't care if this is an honest purchase. Why is this happening only 20 minutes away from Air Force? Why? Is it who? You know who I bet is, 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 is doing this? Eric Swalwell. Didn't Democrat Eric Swalwell have like an affair with like a Chinese spy? Was that, you remember that? That was him, huh, right? That's insane to me. Why is this happening? Why is this being allowed? This doesn't make any sense. And, and any American that is allowing this needs to be investigated. What is going on here? Again, this doesn't make any sense. Why are we allowing this? Unfreaking real that this is happening. 
It says it's important to protect not only our food production, but also national security. Senator Charles Grassley, a Republican out of Iowa, said during Monday appearance on News Nation's Rush Hour. News Nation also spoke with a military official on the severity of such a move. He noted China would also object if the shoe was on the other foot. Well, duh. You th- I, I really don't see us, the U.S. military. I don't see Langley, Virginia calling up China and saying like, hey, is there a way that our CIA operations can buy some land near your military bases to produce corn? Like, nah, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not going to happen. So why are we allowing it? Again, it goes back to that initial quote that I stated earlier. If America is to be destroyed, it is to be from within. And just recently, the president of El Salvador said the same thing. Nayib Bukele. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's his name, Nayib Bukele. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that right. He even said, it almost seems like America's problems are coming from within. How is this happening? We need answers. And, of course, we need we need oversight, man. We, where is the government in all this? Why are they allowing this to happen? Why do we continue to send millions of dollars overseas? Why do we continue to allow this to happen? We are basically subverting America. And look, it's not just relegated to TikTok. It's not just about TikTok. It's not about, you know, whether they're they're sending information. Again, you and I both know Twitter's up to no good. You already know Meta's up to no good as far as selling information. Who is it going to? Are we exposed? How dangerous is it? To what extent does the exposing go to? Right? What countries are involved? We already know this has been happening. There are two phenomenal people that are rotting in jail right now. One of them is Edward Snowden, and the other one is Julian Assange. These people have been exposing the U.S. government for decades before it was cool to expose the U.S. government. These people are rotting away because they have been warning. They, they gathered intelligence. They, they released information, top-secret information, that shows that the U.S. government is spying on Americans. So... I look at a headline like this one before I show you guys this next video. I look at headlines on, you know, U.S. lawmakers unveiled bipartisan bid to ban China's TikTok. I ask myself, who stands to win from this? You know what I mean? Like, is is this basically meta, you know, uh, and, and, and maybe Elon Musk lobbying the, the U.S. government, telling them like, hey, TikTok is just too big of a competition. We need them out. Who knows? Right. I, I could speculate. I could see that happening. But to say that this is solely based off of like, hey, we're just really concerned that Americans are being spied on. Mm, that's going to take some harder convincing. And, and look, I, I, I'm not really on TikTok. You know, I, I don't do the dances. I, I've, I'll be honest. I've never cared for TikTok. I got on there because I understand that, you know, as journalists, as independent media, we need to be across all social media platforms to be able to share the news I think like early on, I got banned for like a week and then I got my account restored on TikTok. That was my first experience with TikTok, by the way, getting banned immediately. So I'm like, okay, well, this is garbage. Um, But apparently this is where Gen Zers and millennials hang out, TikTok. And so there I was sharing information. But, you know, only time will tell. We we need to see what's going to happen, not just with TikTok, but others. But with that, I wanted to show you guys this last video here, which... You know, someone shared it with me and 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 all I could see was the movie The Matrix, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna show it to you guys here. This is Ectolife, the world's first artificial womb facility. That's right. 
And on the description here, this was uploaded four days ago on the YouTube uh, uh, channel. It's called Hashem Al-Gaili. Not sure exactly what that is, but it says the world's first artificial womb facility, Ectolife, will be able to grow 30,000 babies a year. It's based on over 50 years of groundbreaking scientific research conducted by researchers worldwide. I'm sorry, what? But I'm going to show you guys the video. I believe most of this is AI generated, so... Introducing Ectolife, the world's first artificial womb facility, powered entirely by renewable energy. Ectolife allows infertile couple to conceive a baby and become the true biological parents of their own offspring. It's a perfect solution for women who had their uterus surgically removed due to cancer or other complications. With Ectolife, premature births and C-sections will be a thing of the past. Ectolife is designed to help countries that are suffering from severe population decline, including Japan, Bulgaria, South Korea, and many others. The facility features 75 highly equipped labs. Each state-of-the-art lab can accommodate up to 400 growth pods or artificial wombs. Every pod is designed to replicate the exact conditions that exist inside the mother's uterus. Wake up, Neil. It's it's time to wake up, buddy. What? What what is what is going on here? What what in the actual is is going on here? This this looks terrifying. And also, it's really interesting that, you know, everything is always sold as science. It's like, hey, this is going to help people that, you know, um, can't have babies naturally. But I think we all see where this is going. Who is this going to cater to the most? And, you know, it's interesting because what they do is they, they kind of describe it as a way of like, well, this is to help countries that are having lower birth rates. So then why not incentivize higher birth rates? Why is it that in America, for example, we, we, we sell abortion as a, as a form of contraceptive and we encourage people and we are, uh, you know, propagandizing young girls growing up today in school that abortion is a fundamental right, that this is just men trying to control their bodies, leading to higher and higher abortions, having highly ac high access to abortion clinics, which are disproportionately at higher rates in, in communities of, of people of color, black communities, Hispanic communities specifically. I wonder why. And then we're talking about how things like this will be able to grow 30,000 babies in a lab to help with underpopulation, how about stop promoting abortion? How about that U.S. government? Why is it that that there always needs to be a scientific solution to a man-made problem, right? And I, and I guess in the grand scheme of things, isn't that what most scientific solutions are? Sure. But the, the, the thing is, is if we're really worried, if, if the reason why you're making this is because like, well, we need to help countries. If the argument is we, we need to help countries that are underpopulated, then why not incentivize population? Why not incentivize people like, hey, instead of, you know what, using abortion as a contraceptive, we're actually going to incentivize a Japanese family. 
for every child you have, you know, work the, you know, incentivize it. You, you have healthcare. There's ways for you to stay at home. Remote jobs are going to be available to you. So if you wish to work from home so that one working parent can, you know, go, go to work and then the other one stays at home. Or, hey, if you have two children or if you have three children, we no longer are going to tax you at a higher rate. Taxes will be lower so you can keep more of your money. Also, you know, your, your the rates on your loans are going to be substantially low or basically non-existent. At four children or five children, you know, your your mortgage loan cannot be higher than an eighth or, or you know, percentage of your of your paycheck. And then there's 0% interest if you're having five or six children. If that's what the real problem is here, folks, it's not creating 30,000 babies in a lab. It's incentivizing families. It's incentivizing women and men to have the original definition of men and women, by the way, to have children. That's what we need to be incentivizing. We need to make America less corporationism and more incentivization of the building block of the, the essential society, which is the family unit. Are we really worried about underpopulation? I mean, Chuck Schumer just last week came out on a video saying that, hey, we need to legalize millions of illegal immigrants because Americans are no longer having as many babies as they used to. Well, how can they if the family is under attack? If we are redefining terms for male and female, man and woman, and we are teaching young girls, we are teaching children at school that abortion is healthcare, And then you're promoting these idols in Hollywood to basically say, yes, we, we need to incentivize abortion. That's the message we need to push out to people. And now we got the world's first artificial womb facility. I, you know, I, I saw this video and I was just, you know, I'm sure there's, it's an eight minute video. Uh, you know, I don't know exactly the time frame of when this is supposed to come into fruition, but again, don't, don't sit here and lie to us and tell us that, oh, we're worried about Japanese birth rates. We're worried about American birth rates. No, you're not because the very same government is telling you, Hey, we, we, we need to ensure that women are having as many abortions at the end of the day. It's all one big money-making scheme. That's all it is. And, and it's, it's taken away from the natural creation of things, from the natural divinity of things, the way things were supposed to work, and then now here we are. Everything can be grown in a lab. Therefore, just do whatever you want. Be as happy as you want. This just honestly reminds me of not just the Matrix, which to me is probably seeing everything unfolding today, the way society is, and then seeing this right now. The Matrix is like, uh, what do they say about the, like the Simpsons? That it's like, uh, like it was foreseen the future, right? It like predicts, right? So the Matrix was just predictive of everything that's coming to fruition now. But when I see stuff like this, it reminds me of that other cartoon movie, Wally, -E, where people have no cares in the world because the government is just taking care of them. All you need to do is just do as you're told. Why is it that we are investing millions of dollars into womb facilities to grow 30,000 babies in a lab when, when people can naturally be doing this if only you helped out a little bit? So, so is the idea now that a man and woman, like, hey, why have children? Don't have any children. Live as long as you want. As, as, as selfishly as you want. And then whenever you're ready to have a baby, we, the government, will give you one. Or you could just purchase one 
right over here at our homegrown lab of babies. You can pick it out. You can make it look however you want. You can customize it even. Imagine that, bro. Like imagine just like, a hey, we're going to send you a little iPad and then you can customize your baby. Like that's insane to me. You know, like you want red hair, you want brown hair. Do you want them to be tall? Do you want them to be, this is, this, this is crazy to me. Insane what is happening, where society is headed. And again, it's like, you know, the KGB defector said, this is all done on purpose, all of it. And people need to wake up to it, man. People need to fight back, you know? And, and I think that again, we're, we're going to start seeing that. I think that, People are watching this. And let me tell you something. When I share these videos on Instagram, especially like the lately, like the reactionary videos to some of the crazy stuff that's happening out there, what people are starting to tell me, people that, you know, very left-leaning, very liberal, et cetera, people are messaging me and they're like, dude, your reaction videos get me, dude. Like you, you put out the craziest stuff that I never thought could ever happen. Babies in a lab, redefining genders and, and and definitions in a dictionary i never thought this was going to come to this and it's waking people up and i think that's exactly what we're going through right now people are going to continue to wake up and eventually we're going to start pushing back i think that's what the people are going to start doing they're like bro this is this is just not okay what's happening here so with that, guys, I will leave it there. Thank you guys so much for joining us. If you like what we're doing, there's a link down in the bio uh, uh, where you can sign up for our Patreon. You can subscribe for as little as $5. You'll help keep the lights on here uh, with the producers. Keep them happy. Keep them off, the, off my back, especially our Met. He's actually breathing down my back right now to end it because we got a little potluck. But uh, with that, no, guys, like, share, subscribe. If you like what we're doing here, you know, um, you, know you can even purchase some uh, merch. Every day, we got the merch on here. The Trust God sweaters just dropped. They come in hoodies. They come in crewnecks. Um, I just learned that term this week, crewneck. I didn't know what a crewneck was. Um, but that's, that's like the problems of being bilingual. Uh, but uh, if you guys want to head on over to the merch store, informwithanthony.com, you guys can get it there. And then uh, with the promo code Christmas, you can get up to 10% off. So appreciate you guys so much. And with that, I will see you guys tomorrow, Wednesday, December 14th. God willing. Have a good night, guys.